Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I am your host, Edward Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we are once again joined by Josh Graham of Roost Mortgages. We just last night held our investment seminar with Roost as part of our national seminar tour. And and over these five shows that we're doing with Josh, we are answering the questions that we got asked by the lovely people who are brave enough to put up their hands and ask. Now, the topic of today is, can you get an interest-only loan uh, forever? So... When you do a lot of the, um, when you look at a lot of the uh, projections that we would put together for our clients, they're always based on an interest-only loan, or generally based on an interest-only loan. Now, what was our answer to that, Josh? Yeah, uh, good one to ask that one, actually, uh, Ed, because it is an interesting place, and previously anybody that has been investing in property maybe uh, longer than sort of five years will have in the past probably been able to get a perpetual interest-only loan on their investment property, or maybe at least 10 years uh, anyway. Nowadays, the rules and regulations with interest-only loans have changed uh, dramatically, and the banks have really tightened up on these now to the point where they're factored into the servicing and although we didn't touch on that there last time, it can be a big factor to the point where you can see some banks declining an interest-only period in general on an investment property if the client's really maximising or trying to maximise their borrowing and push their servicing to the limit. So uh, what we're seeing now is generally most investor clients will be able to get a five-year interest-only period on their investment property. They're best to take that at the start of the loan when they first purchase or when they first document that lending, and that will allow them to obviously maximise that in full for the five-year period. At the end of that five-year period, there is the ability to go back to the bank and ask to have that extended. And if the client's in a pretty sound financial position, the bank will generally come to the party with this and, and extend it. Um, sometimes the banks will, you know, depending on the client, just maybe roll it over with a bit of an email and, and a look at their position. They could, however, go the other way and ask for a full lending application. And the bank would then subsequently expect to see an updated statement of position, proof of income, bank statements, basically reapplying for this mortgage to have an interest-only period extended again. And what we are starting to see is, again, mortgages are 30-year loan terms. Um, with the five-year interest-only period added in, the banks are looking at, can you afford your P&I repayments over 25 years? So if you think in five years, they're, what they're going to be doing then is, is looking at, well, can they afford the P&I repayments over 20? So it is going to get very difficult to keep extending these interest-only periods in time. Um, and so hopefully we do see the banks maybe uh, take a bit of a, a lighter look on this in due course. Uh, certainly I've heard I've had feedback that Australia has now softened their stance on, on the interest-only um, declines. And so, so more of them are getting renewed, which is, which is probably a positive step, a step in the right direction for New Zealand as well. Yeah, would absolutely agree with you on that one, Andrew, and I, and I have heard about that there. And uh, another one, I know that uh, ANZ in Australia have recently extended uh, their LVR position so you can have an interest-only loan at up to 80%. In New Zealand, uh, ANZ still uh, require you to have an LVR position of less than 70 So ASB as well now, is that right? Uh, 
No, no, you can have an interest-only period with ASB at 80%, okay, but uh, generally what tends to happen now is so for what you guys obviously special in being your house and land packages, uh, exempt investment properties there, uh, we are seeing the bank offers for these, uh, especially for when you're doing them standalone, i.e. standalone exempt rental property. Some of the offers uh, we are seeing are lightening a little bit, i.e. maybe no cashbacks or maybe a margin on interest rates, so uh, definitely Definitely some things to consider there. Well, let me ask you what I imagine a few people are thinking at home as well, Josh. Say that you get to the end of 20 years, you've been on, on uh, sorry, get to the end of 10 years and you've been on interest only for your investment property for that time. You've got 20 years left on your loan term. Can you then extend it to say 25 or 30 years again so that even if you don't, the bank might reject your application to continue on interest only for another five years because then you've got to be able to show you can afford principal and interest rates for 50 15 years, could you just extend that loan term at that time or would they not let you do that? Yeah, it's an interesting one, Ed, and personally I haven't had that scenario because, again, I, I haven't seen a, uh, an investor client having done a full 10-year period uh, in the recent times. However, I'd suggest that um, it would be a case-by-case basis, and depending on probably the age of the client there, um, their overall statement of position and, and lending portfolio would determine the answer to that. But I think, in theory, if you could show that, hey, yep, we're extending this back out to a 30-year term, uh, it meets all of the other check boxes for the bank and you could put a good case forward um, and obviously that would be the, the benefits of coming to see someone like myself uh, who is an expert in this field uh, would, would probably see that likely approved. I think also um, the, the main thing that I've seen that's a consideration for the bank is being what the purpose is. So if you've got an investment property it is very reasonable to assume that would be an interest-only mortgage because the interest is tax-deductible and the principal is not. And uh, if you've got your own mortgage, it is inefficient and ineffective to be paying down investment debt before your personal mortgage is gone. So whilst all this responsible lending code is meant to make banks more responsible, in some ways they're being more irresponsible by asking you to pay down investment debt. Generally speaking, my clients who have gone to a broker and asked for their interest only to be renewed on their investment, that tends to happen um, you know, 99% of the time. If, it's, if you've got interest only on your own house, like a client that came to see me the other day, don't expect that to last forever, I think would be the, would be the um, fair assumption. Yeah, absolutely, Andrew. The um, owner-occupied uh, lending there with on interest only has is, is definitely become a thing of the past. Um, it's very difficult to get. You can sometimes get uh, a year or two here and there, depending again on, on purpose and circumstance, but it's not something we're seeing very often, and, and the banks are definitely trying to steer away from it. Uh, I would definitely agree, though, like you say, uh, most of our clients that request to extend their interest-only periods on their investment properties uh, tend to have, have be successful in that regard. And just two things um, from my side of thing that I was thinking about as well. One thing that I think is really important to remember is take the maximum term for your interest-only approval to begin with. Um, so so if you lock, it's generally five years, lock it in for five years. But be smart about how you fix your interest rate in that time. So for example, I saw a situation where a client fixed for three years, it rolled off and then they fixed for another three years. Now, two years into that second three-year period, the loan came off interest only. Now they were required to make principal payments and the bank knew they had them by the balls because they they couldn't refinance without paying a break fee. So they didn't want to break 
and they didn't want to pay down principal. And so whilst the bank refused to renew their interest only, they also couldn't go anywhere without paying a hefty break fee. And, um, and my other thing that I really want to emphasise, uh, and especially while we have Josh here, is you, you need to use a broker when you're looking at these kind of things. Um, doing it yourself and going into the bank, you just don't know um, that that banker is going to give you all of the options. When you use a broker, which is generally a free service anyway, um, you get expert advice and they know what's going on with all of the banks. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just jump in there, Andrew, to add a little bit there. Some banks are just on being savvy about your fixed rates whilst on your interest-only period. That with some banks does happen, i.e. you can have two years remaining on your interest-only period and fix for three and it auto-rolls onto P&I. Some lenders, or one of our lenders are in particular there, the way they do their interest-only loans is that your fixed term must line up with your interest-only period. So if you take five and then go three, that bank won't let you fix again for three years interest-only. You will be reduced to either one or two um, because they uh, treat their interest-only loans completely separate to their P&I table loans. So uh, another reason uh, on the back of that why you should absolutely be talking to your broker. And the one thing that I'll just jump in and mention as well, if this is all sounding a bit scary, is that remember that your mortgage, is, while it's your biggest expense, it is the only expense that is not affected by inflation and doesn't you know, naturally go up over time. So your rent's going to be increasing at 2 to 3%, perhaps more per year. So even if you fix for, uh, sorry, get interest only for, for 10 years, your rent will have gone up by well over 30% over that time. So if it did go to principal and interest, You've got more uh, money coming in to be able to pay for that. And as long as your interest rates haven't changed, then you're still going to have the same costs just added in the principal um, from, from your mortgage. So that's a little bit of comfort as well. Now, the last thing I'll mention as well is that we have our final seminar, our final leg of this national seminar tour coming up next week. That's up in Auckland. Now, if you want to register for your free ticket for either the investment property event or the first home buyers event, go to opuspartners.co.nz. That's opespartners.co.nz, and you can register there. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us get the message out there. I'm your host Ed McKnight And I'm Andrew Nichol And we're going to be back again tomorrow with Josh With more daily insight, strategy and tactics To help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market Until next time